Welcome to The Mental Notes Show, the show for ambitious moms ready to break the cycle of anxiety for themselves and their families. I've been in your shoes. I know the weight of holding it all together for a family when you're barely holding it together for yourself. And sometimes it can feel lonely and overwhelming. I'm your host, Deanna Pacina. I'm a certified parenting coach, behavioral consultant, counselor in training, and wife and mom. I know what it's like to feel alone in parenting an anxious child. I thought I could do it all on my own, but it was learning how to manage my anxiety and connect with a community that made all the difference in how I show up for myself and my family. This podcast is your sanctuary, a place where we get real about the struggles and triumphs of parenting anxious kids while managing our own personal growth. We'll dive deep into communication hacks, identifying those sneaky triggers, and creating a home that's more peace and less chaos. So grab your favorite cup of something warm and let's go. Well, hey there, friends, and welcome to this week's episode of the Mental Notes Show. I'm your host, Deanna, and I'm glad you're here. We are on episode four of a five-part series where we're looking at the DISC model of behavior. So if you haven't listened to the past couple of episodes, you might want to go back and listen to the episode where we talk about all of the types. And then there's a episode specifically on our D types and our I types, and today we're on our S types. Our S profiles are team players. If you have ever been in a situation where you have someone who is making sure that you're okay and that everyone is taken care of, you can count on them to get something done. You are dealing with somebody who is a high S on the DISC profile. The qualities that can be used to describe somebody who has a high S in their profile are words like calm, patient, predictable, deliberate. S's value security and stability and balance, and they are often seen as being very reliable and trustworthy. Now, as a reminder, the DISC is made up of four profile types. We have our Ds who are dominant, and they are going to be outgoing, task-focused people. We have our influencing, who are going to be our outgoing, people-focused people. Then we have our S's, who are more introverted and people-focused. And then we have our C's who are also introverted and more task focused. Our high S personalities are team players. They are cooperative and supportive. They're excellent listeners and they're often the ones who maintain harmony in a group setting. You know you're a high S if you are the person that people naturally come to to solve their problems or to listen to them which is ironic because as a high S, the one thing that you try to avoid is conflict. S's are also really resistant to change and they prefer to work in an established system and processes. They can also be very detail-oriented, making them excellent in roles that require consistency and precision. So I want you to think about this in terms of your children because I guarantee you that if you have more than one child, one of them is probably an S because S's make up the majority of the population. S's are usually more introverted and they have difficulty expressing their emotions or asserting themselves. They can be overly accommodating and can struggle with setting boundaries. They are also risk averse and might miss out on opportunities because they prefer to stick with what is familiar. Despite all of these challenges and the fact that they don't like change, that they can be resistant to it, that they like kind of doing the same things over and over again, high S personalities can be the glue that holds people together because they are dependable, steady, and consistent. 
they are the ones that you can count on to follow through on tasks and do so with a high level of accuracy and care. In stressful situations, you need to understand that a highest personality can become indecisive and overly cautious. Because they fear change and they don't like conflict, dealing with these types of situations can cause anxiety. They might also resist sudden changes or disruptions in their routine, or if you just out of the blue tell them that you are going somewhere as a family and you haven't prepared them for it, they're probably gonna have a hard time with that. But they also have a natural ability to stay calm under pressure. So this means that they can be a calming influence on others during times of stress which is a problem because when you don't like conflict, and I say this as somebody who is a high S myself, I'm actually a blend of S, I, and C, but my S is my highest. And so I don't like conflict. And I've, I've had to work really, 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 really hard to understand that when other people are in conflict or when other people are upset that I don't have to take on that energy because when I do, it causes problems for me. When we understand these different characteristics of the high S, we can leverage their strengths and work in those areas of development. And it also helps other people understand the contributions of a high S. For example, if you're a high D parent and you're very demanding, you and your S child are going to have some conflict of all the other types, you will have the most conflict with an S because you are directly across from them. If you're a high I, you'll be able to relate on the people aspect of things, but S's might get annoyed with you because of your lack of detail. S's and C's can communicate on the basis of details, but C's are not going to be as warm and open as an S would be. This is why anxiety shows itself differently in the different personality types. With a high S, anxiety can look several ways. Given the fact that S's don't like change and that we prefer stability, we can experience heightened anxiety during periods of transition or upheaval if we don't know what's coming. And as a result, we can worry excessively about the unknown or become preoccupied with what could happen or leaning into systems and routines. Highest personalities are often introverted and they can experience social anxiety. They might feel uncomfortable or anxious in large groups or during social interactions or where they're the center of attention. If I go to an event with my husband, he is out talking to everybody in the room and I am in the corner having a conversation with one person because I don't like being out and about in front of people that much. High S's can also worry about how they are perceived and fear rejection or criticism by others. Now, because we have such a high desire for harmony, we tend to avoid conflict. That means that sometimes we can not voice our opinions or say what we're thinking or what's really on our mind because we don't want to get into a situation where we have conflict. That can lead to tension, unease, resentment, and stress. Know that if you're living with somebody who's a high S, there's probably things that they're not telling you because they don't wanna get into a confrontation with with you. S's can also have difficulty expressing emotions and asserting themselves can cause us to have anxiety. And so it's interesting, like when we say that we don't express our emotions, a lot of times an S can seem overly emotional because getting the words out can be a challenge or they're afraid that what they're going to say is going to upset someone. They worry about not meeting other people's expectations. We can really struggle with communicating our needs, which can lead to those feelings of frustration and anxiety. It's important to note that while these are all potential ways that anxiety can manifest in a highest personality, not all individuals are going to experience anxiety in the same way. 
It's based on our personal experiences, our coping mechanisms, the amount of personal development that we've done, and other individual factors. Now, if you are a high S or you live with someone who's a high S, there are some techniques that you can use to help manage stress and anxiety when it shows up. One of the easiest things that you can do is deep breathing. I know breathing sounds like such a simple thing to do, but it is really a powerful tool that can help us reduce our stress by slowing down our heart rate and lowering our blood pressure. One of my favorite types of breathing is box breathing where I inhale for four, hold it for four, exhale for four and hold it for four. And I find that if I'm in a situation where I'm feeling triggered by someone else's emotions or anger or conflict, that stopping and doing some box breathing can really help regulate my nervous system and help me calm down and stay present in the moment. Another thing that's really helpful for S's, especially when we talk about emotional regulation is regular exercise because regular physical activity can help reduce anxiety by boosting our mood and acting as a natural stress reliever. Walking is one of the best things that you can do because it gives you an opportunity to get outside into nature, to get away from things and just be with yourself and your thoughts and process while you're on your walk. S's also need to make sure that they're getting enough sleep. You should be aiming for seven to nine hours of sleep a night and establishing a regular sleep schedule and creating a comfortable sleep environment is really important. I joke that 10 o'clock for me is the witching hour and if I'm tired or if I don't get enough sleep, my ability to handle stress and conflict goes down significantly. So S's need to make sure that they're taking care of themselves because so many times people are coming to you and looking to you for support. Speaking of support, one of the most important things that an S can do is to seek support themselves. So many times we are taking care of other people that it can be easy to stop and think, oh, well, maybe I need to get some help or maybe I should let somebody, you know, take care of me. Maybe that's finding a community to become a part of. Maybe it's seeking out a therapist or a counselor so that you can really focus in on learning tactical strategies that will help you cope with your anxiety. So in review, our S's are team players, they are steady, they are dependable, people go to them and, and rely on them to get things done, but we also need to understand that our S's can hold a lot of stuff inside because they are afraid of conflict and they're afraid of change. And sometimes they feel like it's easier just to say nothing than to risk getting into a conflict with someone. If you have a child who is a high S, these are things that you need to be aware of. You need to give them an opportunity to express all of those things that they're thinking in a really safe place. No matter where you are on your parenting journey, we always have opportunities for growth and deeper connection with our children. When we understand our behavioral styles and our children's behavioral styles, we can start to understand how to communicate them in a way that we might actually get through to them and to avoid triggers. Our triggers, their triggers, miscommunication, things that all can be avoided if we just understand people and understand how to talk to them. Thanks so much for being here today. I love spending time learning with you. If you found value in this episode, share it with a friend and then come hang out with me on Instagram at Deanna Piscina. And if you're interested in finding out your parenting personality, head on over to DeannaPiscina.com forward slash quiz. And you can start to gain some insight into what your parenting personality might look like. 
I'll be back here next week and hope you will be too, friend. See you then.